Okay. Hey, yo, um, let me ask you something, Black. Have you ever heard of a a term called winner's emotions? No. I have not, honestly. This, what is that? This is the uh this is the reasoning I was getting from a lot of Alabama fans for why they were uh in their what I call in their feelings, they were calling winner emotions. And the constant pushback that I was getting when I was like, why are y'all so sensitive about this L like bro just take it and move on like you guys have taken L's before and and went into the playoffs and done shit L's coming thing, L- bro their their reasoning to me was like right. it's winners emotions you won't understand because your team never wins and I was like what the hell is that even oh. fucking mean oh. you know like what does it mean <laughs> what does it mean because to me it sounds like Sore loser is what it sounds like. It sounds like entitlement is what it sounds Very like. Very much so. Very much so. Uh, so then I countered back to said individual. I was like, winner's emotions sounds like the plea defense of everybody in that January 6th insurrection <laughs> <laughs> who rolled up in the Capitol. We're supposed to... Winner's emotions... This is supposed to be ours. Like, bro, chill. chill. Relax, my guy. And move on. You got championships. You can't win them all, bro. I know you're used to it. You're spoiled. You're entitled. Take that L. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to episode four of the Prove Me Wrong podcast. Yo. Yo. Season. Harper the other way down the left field line. Bryce Harper! Exclamation! Three outs of game four. Three-two pitch again. One gone in the ninth inning. Two gone in the ninth inning. Capture in the moment. Dominguez tries one more time. Got it. This improbable run, this joyride continues for the Phillies. To the National League champion in the playoffs as the Padres try and exercise a 50-year demon. 0-2, swing and a miss! Freeman went after a slider in the dirt, and the ball game is over! The series is over! And the Padres have slayed the Dragon. They defeat the Dodgers in four games to advance to the National League Championship Series. Sports fans, y'all know what it is. Monday night, your boys Mac and Mac here to talk about them sports things that happened this weekend, dog. 
How you feeling, man? It was a great weekend in sports, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh oh. Are, are you are you Darth Black right now? Are you? <laughs> are you? <laughs> you motherfuckers lost. <laughs> you motherfuckers lost. <laughs> y'all kept playing around. Y'all thought y'all weren't gonna get beat, huh? Uh huh. Now look at you. You all in your feelings. You all in your feelings. You want to go on that Facebook group and cry. But you can't. You got to hold yourself. Y'all so used to going to the promised land. Uh-huh. That milk and honey is dry, motherfuckers. Y'all got to hold this till next year. Y'all talking to you Dodgers fans? Yeah. Y'all came against the Padres. Oh, I was, y'all had it on live. I was I was unaware until I saw the intro that uh baseball was played this weekend. Uh who was it played? I, I just happened I just happened to have this background here. I don't I don't know if you can see it, but uh something about the Padres advancing. Uh but we'll we'll get into that. Let me just throw this disclaimer out now. This episode may offend some fans of the organizations we will talk about the fans that will be upset are not real realistic fans Uh, they tend to be the definition of what the fanatics the the absolute rabid my team should always win l is you know uh, like don't speak ill on my team if your team ain't doing you know this episode will be more for the realistic fans as we talk about how your team can have some flaws and every now and then, any given Saturday, any given Sunday, any given day you take the field of play, the other team can want it a little bit more. So if you're offended, I don't know what to tell you. Say something in the comments. We'll probably roast you. I'm just saying. We're going to be realistic tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be realistic. Depending we may have some jokes. We're going to have some jokes. <laughs> Dodger fans, we're going to say some shit. <clears throat> I will say some shit. Bama fans, we're going to say some shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Braves fans, probably not so much because y'all, y'all wasn't really out here wilding the fuck out. But um, yeah, Green Bay fans, we're going to say some shit. Tom Brady supporters, we're going to say some shit. But just just know shit is going to be said this episode, all right? And that's why I love Feelings this podcast. Will be hurt. Yes. Yes. Hopefully not yours because you're a real one. If they hurt, you, you, you what's that song Swiss Beats had? Who's phony? Who's fake? That's the type of people I hate. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's knock these things out so we can get into it. Hey, shout out to uh, the sponsor of DFPN, Plugs Earbuds, for uh, some reasonably priced wireless earbuds. You want some of that good stuff? Go ahead and hit them up at gettheplugs.com. If you like what you see and you're going to purchase, make sure you throw in that code DFPN10 for a 10% discount and supporting the brand. Again, that is gettheplugs.com. We got the band camp going on. Music side of That Feeling Podcast Network, the That Feeling family, they over there dropping exclusive stuff over there and early releases that aren't going to be available to the public for some time. So if you 
want to get in on this, here's some great music uh, from from that from our very own Black Mac over here. Make sure to hit us up at datfillin.bandcamp.com for as low as $3 a month. And then you can, here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give y'all a tip. And I'm saying this because I believe once you get, once you tap in, you ain't going to leave. You can get in there, $3. Hear the music. If you like it, download the album. Play it. Download all the music. And then after that, you can bounce. I'm just saying. You can get in $3, grab that music, bounce if you want. But I'm telling you, once you hear that music, you're not going to want to leave because new music is continuously being updated on there. All right. We even got the new record from uh, Conscious Rhyme, a.k.a. the hip hop chief, Jackie's son. Beautiful record. Tribute to his mother who, who just passed not too long ago. So excellent music over there. So make sure to hit us up. Dadfillin.bandcamp.com. All right. Hit us up on the Patreon. Different tiers, different perks over there. One thing I will tell you is for as low as $3 a month, you can get in there, uh, get exclusive stuff, get the uncut video that you're seeing now, behind the scenes stuff of the podcast, bonus content of the podcast, live watch parties with uh, some pay-per-view matches over here on Prove Me Wrong, uh, live pay-per-view matches for wrestling over with the No Gimmicks podcast. Live anime reactions with the Saturday Night Nerds group over there. So, I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on that if you don't want to subscribe to these services that have all the pay-per-views and stuff, you can come over to Patreon and we got you. We got you like that. We got so, you. again, we got as low you. as $3 a month, patreon.com slash Podcast. Then when it comes to the merch, hit us up over on spring.com. Search for Podcast Network. Find our store. Bonus, if you are a Patreon, you will receive codes to get discounted merch over there. So we got new merch yep. coming soon. So just hit us up over on spring.com. Search that feeling podcast network. And you'll find our store. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Now, my boy. <laughs> one of the wildest. Yes, sir. Wildest games uh, of the season. College football wise so far. Alabama and Tennessee was not a game that I had circled on the calendar uh, at the beginning of the season. I had mm -hmm. no idea Tennessee was uh, was about that life. Oh, yes. Um, slowly but surely, they were climbing up the, the, the rankings. And then uh, this game came along. Like, I felt their first test was Florida. You know, when they mm -hmm. got past Florida, I was like, I mean, they they may make some noise till they get to Bama, but Bama will humble these guys. Because, I mean, they had Ball yes. State. They had Pitt, which apparently Pitt in the ACC. I mean, they're hit or miss. They're number 17 now. I mean, it, there wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. But it was a big win for Tennessee, as Tennessee was not really beating ranked opponents at the time, right? Um, right. Then they had Akron. Then Florida came up which was the, their, their big early season test. They beat Florida, ran over LSU, yep. and then it was time for Bama. And man, oh man, was that a game? Was that a game? That was a, that was a damn good game. A damn good game. Like so much so. Um, so we went out. We ended up going to Texas Roadhouse. And I completely forgot about this game. Because like you, I wasn't really – I wasn't really checking for it. Yep. But I got I got to uh 
I got to Texas Roadhouse and they were playing it on the TV because there's a whole bunch of Alabama fans in Texas. For what reason, I don't know. But they were <laughs> huddled up watching watching Bama play. And at the time, they were they were down. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> this is interesting. So but because they give you them fucking bread rolls and that should just have me full but mm -hmm. i ended up just sitting there watching the game and i was like <laughs> yo this is a this is a really good fucking game man and tennessee pulled it out i didn't think they were gonna but they did no no so if you're tuning in what we're talking about is down goes bama now they've had I guess you could say some scares. Uh, mm -hmm. Their first one was with Texas. They barely rolled out of Texas. They they barely got by Texas A and M, and so I mean it wasn't like they were just flying high. Like they they were vulnerable. They showed that they were vulnerable. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, their QB uh, was injured in one of these games, but I think they he toughed it out. Uh, for the Tennessee yeah. game, Bryce Bryce Young, Bryce Young, um, yep. Who this game, like, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, he played out his goddamn mind. Um, yes, he did. As well as Hendon Hooker. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. Earlier in this season, or I think it was episode two, whatever episode we were like our Heisman predictions and stuff. Neither one of us uttered the name. Hendon Hooker, QB mm -hmm. from Tennessee. None of them. Like, not, we, I, I was even going on the limb talking about Kansas quarterback being a dark horse for this thing. After this game, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not talking about Hendon Hooker being in the running for the Heisman, you ain't really watching college yeah. football. Yeah. This, not let only me, that. Let me, this, this man's stats. This man's Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this man's stats for this game. 20 for 21 for 30. The 70% completion rate. 385 yards. Five touchdowns. One interception. God damn. On yeah. Alabama's Alabama's defense, what quarterback outside of Joe Burrow when he was at LSU for that magical season they had pieced up Alabama like this? Like I, I can't Burrow remember. Burrow was the only person. Like I know Burrow Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel beat Alabama, but his numbers didn't look like this. No, his numbers was not like this. <laughs> at the fuck all um and and that's 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 what gets me mm -hmm. texas scared alabama in a low scoring game low 20s um same thing with a&m low 20s yep if i told you alabama was going to put up 49 points against tennessee what odds what chances would you yeah exactly? <laughs> what team in the nation 
Would you expect to beat Alabama when their offense is putting up 49 points? Let me t- let me t- and 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 the receiver, bro, that Tennessee receiver who went all the way off on these Jalen Height, his stats for the game, ladies and gentlemen. Six receptions, 207 yards. Five touchdowns, six receptions, five touchdowns. (laughs) He caught six passes. Five of them went to the house. 207 yards. Yes. Fam. Against Alabama. This ain't against Mercer. This ain't against FCS school. No, this This is is against the juggernaut. Saban led defense. Nick Saban known for that defense. Them boys didn't. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, let, let me just sit back. What is your overall takeaway from this game, Black? Like, is, is the SEC now, is it up for grabs now? Is, is it wide the fuck open? Or are you still expecting Alabama and Georgia to meet in the, the championship? Here's things that you have to here's things that you have to take into consideration, especially with Alabama. Alabama has has won lost seasons and still come away with the national championship. That's number one. Number two, Tennessee has established themselves as the brand new player in the SEC because there was your usual suspects, Georgia. Alabama, maybe LSU, depending on what time of year they're having. And that was about it in the SEC. Tennessee has mm-hmm. established themselves as a firm player in the SEC so far this year. And it makes my it makes my predictions jump a little bit. I want to see them versus Georgia. Because mm-hmm. You could argue, you could argue if Tennessee loses a game, they beat Alabama. So if they lose if they lose a game, they have they have the record of saying they beat Alabama. So should Alabama end up playing? But for right now, that loss turned the SEC on its head. It also turned the national championship picture on its head because it was a foregone conclusion that it was going to be Alabama-Georgia playing in the SEC championship with the winner of that going to the national championship. Now all of that's in the air. Yes, the SEC is now up for grabs because Tennessee beat Alabama. So... Win, lose, or draw, and I said this. I said this the day of the game. Win, lose, or draw, Tennessee has established themselves. But mm-hmm. we still got to we still got to keep in mind that Alabama has had one lost seasons and still walked away with the national championship. That is the only thing that makes me say, "Well, it's kind of business as usual at this point because they still lose these games and then they get down to the end of the season. They beat the team that beat them and then they go play for the national championship. And I don't know if this woke up the dragon or not because 
this loss, they've been skirting by with close wins. They may have to go tighten some things up. And if they tighten these things up, you may get a scarier Alabama team. One thing's for sure, they're not dead in the water. No, if is is being in the SEC West, I think helps them out because yeah. they don't have to worry about seeing Georgia. The only other person they got to really worry about is Ole Miss, who is ranked seven in the nation, and they don't see yeah. them until November twelfth. Um, right, they got Mississippi State up next. We'll see if there's a hangover from that Tennessee loss. Um, but I think a two-loss Alabama team doesn't get in, so they need to get their shit together. Not at all. And I. I, I will say, no matter Auburn ranked or not, that Iron Bowl is not something that they can sleep on. Um, no, hell no. When, when you got a rivalry like that, you know Auburn is looking to spoil the fucking party. Um, so they'll probably come out, pull out all the stops, surprise Alabama. So hopefully Alabama gets their shit. This is seeing the number six next to Alabama is weird. You know what I'm saying? It is weird. Normally they take an L and they'll probably fall to three or four or some shit. They stay in the top five. The drop to six, that just lets you know how crazy college football is and how many good teams, according to the rankings, are out there in the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything can happen at any Um, given time. Who is this? It says Facebook user. They're saying, hear me out. They're thinking Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee all in the college football playoff. That can't no. You can't have three SEC teams in there when you have quote unquote five power conferences. You know what I'm saying? The winners of those conferences have to take looks. Only one person can win the SEC. You know what I'm saying? Right. You you can't have three yeah. SEC teams. The SEC game. It, the SEC game. It's gonna decide everything. It yeah. will decide everything. That that um, that somebody it's only gonna be two in the in the picture right now because as the current ranking state, as the current ranking state, you have hold up. He's Georgia. saying all with one loss. Who is Georgia gonna lose to? Whoever this is. I can't see who this is. Um, whoever this is, wherever you're watching the video at, there should be a thing telling you to click the link to allow StreamYard to use your name so we can see who it is. Because it just yes, says Facebook. Um, so just please do that so we can see who this is, um, quoting these. But when you say all with one loss, so okay, we already know Alabama has their one L, right? Um, yeah. So they're in the West. Who else do you see them losing to in the West? Because they're just going to have the one L, right? And then they're going to They move could potentially two. lose to Ole Miss. They could. They could. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Looking at Say they went out. So they have the one loss against Tennessee. They go to the championship game representing the West of the SEC. Are we saying Georgia is going to lose to Tennessee? That is is that where Georgia is that where Georgia gets its L from? That, that, that could happen because if say, Tennessee beats see- Georgia, if yeah. Tennessee beats Georgia, they're going undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. So they wouldn't have one loss. So Tennessee but would even, be the shoe in yeah, exactly from there. And Georgia, Georgia wouldn't have a say in it because Georgia it would, would be, be out of the championship. And it would come down to Tennessee and Alabama. And if Tennessee beats Alabama or Alabama beats Tennessee, I think Tennessee 
would probably get the nod to go in still. Georgia would have to be out. Yeah. Based on the fact Tennessee so made it to the championship. Problem on the West with uh, LSU and Alabama, right? So both would be undefeated. LSU play Alabama sometimes later in the season. And the winner of that game would go to the SEC championship. The loser of that game would only have one loss, but would be asked out because they lost right. that close to the SEC championship. This is the same yep. scenario you're facing with Tennessee and Georgia. I just can't see three teams from one division making it. Like it's like if they expanded the playoffs, like they're talking about doing cool, but like with four teams, you can't do that, especially with Michigan and Ohio State looking as strong as they do up up in the up in the the, the Big Ten, I suppose. Um, and they don't have a championship. But yeah, so. so that that really shook everything the fuck up. Um, and remember when we had our predictions for who the four teams would be, we all reached for that. Uh, that USC, that Lincoln Riley, bringing them back into prominence, they took an L against Utah. Yep. So yep. I think that that kind of puts Oregon back in the, the, the running if they can win out. Um, well, because I know the, the Pac 10 North and South, I don't know if Utah is going to end up winning Pac 12 South and Oregon winning the Pac 12 North and they meet up. Because if that's the case, if Oregon wins out, USC is not even going to the cha- the, the the championship game. So they can't right now, sniff the playoff. Right now it's between Oregon and UCLA. Because UCLA is number nine, Oregon's ten. That's who it's between right now. But like I'm saying, they're they're in Pac-12 South. So UCLA is down there. UCLA right. is going to run into fucking USC. I'm thinking USC oh, yeah. is going to beat UCLA. I mean, it, the, I don't. Again, it's rivalry. Anything can fucking happen. Anything can happen. Um, yeah. Based on how Utah won, man, I, I, I think Utah is still still running the the Pac-12 South. They don't have to worry about USC no more. The yep. I think they play UCLA. Let me let me look at their uh their schedule. Ooh, Bring it up for your boy. Oh, actually, Utah has two L's. Never mind. They can't do shit anyway. They lost to Florida. <laughs> they just played the they, Oh, they already lost to UCLA. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. Utah's just out here trying to be a be an asshole. You know they what I'm spoilers. Saying? Yes. Um, so Utah ain't got you Utah plays Oregon second to last game of the season. So they can try to fuck Oregon up, but uh, Oregon is number ten right now. I think UCLA is number. Is this true? Is this up to date? It says eighteen. UCLA is number nine. Check. No, they're number nine now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, riding undefeated, they play Oregon next, like you were talking about. We'll see how that rolls out. Um. Yeah, pack pack twelve might. Might have something to say about it. Big Ten is obviously there. And then, of course, you have uh, the ACC with fucking Syracuse trying to act like they're going to do something in this bitch. But uh, <laughs> we all know what it is over here. Fuck out of uh, here. They took down NC State. NC State was supposed to be that that up-and-coming team. But 
They took care of them. They got Clemson this Saturday. Uh, Clemson's number four in the nation, or is it number five? What is Clemson right now? Clemson's, Clemson is they're high up there. Number five. five. Clemson's number five. Yep. So we'll see what happens, man. Syracuse creeping up there. Their defense is legit. They are keeping teams out of the end zone and out, out, out of scoring. So we'll see right. what, what Clemson can do. Um, I'm not a big believer in Clemson. Um, like they're winning, but it's it's not like how Clemson used to be but able to have that, that, that dynamic quarterback. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, right. So that's what that is. But uh, so, yeah, a lot of upsets, man. A lot of upsets in college football. I love it. Mixes this thing up. Now it has the committee sitting there looking like instead of having this foregone conclusion on what's in there. Uh, let's see what this Facebook user says. Um, Alabama wins out. Ole Miss only loses to Bama. Georgia loses to Tennessee. Tennessee loses in the SEC championship. So if Tennessee and Alabama to go to the Bama? championship. According to this, this is what I'm thinking. Alabama would have to go represent in the West if they went out. Tennessee is undefeated according to this, so they go. So that would mean, best case scenario, Alabama and Tennessee go. Best case scenario. Yeah. But unless that, you're looking but that's at what I'm how, saying. unless you're looking at how bad Tennessee beats Georgia and how bad they get beat by Bama in the championship. Like if they don't show up no, at all because, against Bama, right? You know what I'm saying? That's the like that's the they thing, they won though. by three, and then they get blown out by fucking twenty one in the championship game. They'll probably let Georgia get in on the strength of how bad Georgia has been beating people, or, or depending on how bad Tennessee beat Georgia. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit will come into play. But at the most, only two teams get in from the SEC. Yeah, I don't know who this is. Seems like an SEC homer, like the SEC is the best, blah, 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 whatever conference. Like, <laughs> I get it, but only two of your teams are going. You know what I'm saying? So just relax. That's true. Because these but other that, that, that also going. That also leads to the discussion, if Tennessee loses in the SEC championship, then they don't go. They don't go to the national. They don't go to the. Oh, what That's how the cards are stacked. You lose the championship. That. Yeah. You lose that championship. You don't go to the playoffs. It's as simple yeah. as that. That's what it comes down to, man. And I mean, that's one of the, the bigger things about college football. And, uh, you know, I'm upset that, that Kansas finally lost to Oklahoma. You know, it, it is what it is. Like I wasn't expecting them to go undefeated or anything like that, but it was a good story. Oklahoma yeah. has fallen off the map. So, you know, that's probably going to take Kansas out of there. Um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's, looking, it's looking pretty pretty grim uh, for one of these – because it's supposed to be an Alabama-Georgia thing. Now you got mm -hmm. this Tennessee jumping in here. Now it's like a, a three-person race, and only two of these motherfuckers can go. So we'll see what happens. I mean, Kentucky, they got that one L. They can come up and, and, and do some shit. You know, it's – the East isn't up. I would say it's probably tougher in the East right now. On paper, it's supposed to be tougher in the West with Texas A&M over there. Uh, LSU just by name and by the new coach. I think there was a lot of people looking forward to LSU making some yeah, noise over there. That. 
Surprise. I told y'all this They're before not. the season started. Don't you expect did. much. You did. You predicted this. I give you that. I give you that. Um, but yeah, so do you want it? Well, we're gonna have no. Do you want to use your one redo for picking your four college teams in the playoffs? Or do you want to just let it ride for now? Because every year it's still it still can happen. Let it ride. You, yeah, these streets too hot. You're, you're fourth. Because I remember you had no particular order. I mean, we did seed them. But your four teams you had in yeah. there was Alabama. You had Georgia in there. I think you had Michigan in there. And then you had USC mm -hmm. in there. Yes. So you're letting it ride. I'm. A, I'm. We got to let them ride for now. We gotta let this. We gotta let the smoke clear, bro. This is too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Three SEC. No, the the committee can't do that. And you know why the committee won't do that? Because they gotta spread that money to these other conferences. The money won't let them have three SEC teams in there. Yep. The money won't let them do it. Big. The Big Ten will will go ape shit. Exactly. And they got two of the biggest programs in college football and you ain't trying to piss them motherfuckers off at all at all the only one that could be standing out and and is if clemson wins out Dabo's over there that's that's big money too you you can't leave clemson yeah out. yeah pac-12 has been the, anywhere the in the west the pac-12 has been the stepchild of the college football playoffs the big 12 once, ever since they did that wild ass doing, yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a wrap, B. The Big 12 done started losing people all over the place. Pac-12 was starting, bro. Cats, Arizona State talk about how can I get in the SEC? Like it's it's wild. The SEC is about to be a fucking 20-team division conference in this bitch. They keep fucking around. And NCAA is just gonna be called <laughs> SEC and them. <laughs> SEC yep. and them. Yeah. <laughs> the M conference yep. is everybody winning the SEC. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's good. I think I'll stay because I think the only difference I had is I had Ohio State instead of Michigan. I still had Lincoln Riley bringing them boys from the Pac-12 in there. Then of course Georgia yeah. and, and, and Alabama. So Tennessee is out to prove us wrong. See, I plugged the name of the podcast in there. I see. What you're yes, saying. they are. They may just do that show oh. too. Yep. Them boys looking. <laughs> boy. Them boys looking red D. Red D. Anyway, all right. It's time to move on. We talked about the Trojans taking an L. Not really a big deal in the Pac-12. We'll see what UCLA has to say about it. We'll see what Oregon has to say about it. I'm thinking Lincoln will get these boys right. And they'll win out. And probably meet Oregon because I don't see anybody in the Pac-12 North really fucking with Oregon. Like they got Washington, Oregon State, Stanford, no. Colorado. Like what the fuck is happening up here? Get out of here. Um, <laughs> Rudy Poos. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like I said, any given Saturday, shit can go sideways in this bitch. But uh, I'm predicting Oregon will be just fine. And it'll be an Oregon yeah. SC USC in the Rose Bowl, a high scoring game. It'll be fun to watch. And depending on how well they do, maybe the, the college football playoffs will be like, man, come on over. We'll let you play and get ran over by one of these SEC teams in the first round. 
<laughs> we want some of that California money. We want that Pacific population to be tuning in on this shit. So, you know, we want we'll, the ratings. We'll, we'll let them in. That's the fucked up. Like, we can sit here you Tennessee and just bring slaughter. money into this shit and be like, um, <laughs> Oregon or USC. I don't know. Somebody from the West Coast so they can stay up and watch these games. Come on over. Here's your mm-hmm. money. Take your L. Go back over there to fucking California, Oregon, whatever, and get ready for next season. You know, it's it is what it is at this point. Um, but yeah, so underdog season is full effect. Yeah, underdog season is a full effect. Bama goes down. USC goes down. Let's take it to baseball and talk about how the six-seeded Philadelphia Phillies, who limped into the playoffs. They didn't win into the playoffs. They got in because Milwaukee like just shit the bed and lost enough games. The same reason the Padres got in. Like yeah. we didn't clinch. We we were lucky that Milwaukee stopped winning. And they were because we lost when we clinched. They were just like, y'all took that L, but then they was losing more. So Here's your ticket to the postseason. We was popping champagne. I was like, I don't know about this, bro. (laughs) I don't know. Phillies got in the same way. They got in the same way. And um, I think it was last week's show, maybe, we predicted uh, after the wild card because um, the Padres beat the Mets and the the Phillies beat the – who did the Phillies have to beat? Uh, Who did they beat? Funny how a week makes everything irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's irrelevant at this point. They upset at somebody, yeah. and now they. Oh, the Cardinals! They beat the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. Came yep. over into the, the the NLDS, right? Running into the Braves, the one hundred win one hundred win NL East division winning Braves, fresh off of World Series from last year, beating the Houston Astros, riding high. Hawked down the Mets, who were also a 100-win team, ran them down, took the division, feeling good, came into Philly, uh, Philly just game one, the home run ball, Bryce Harper, Schwaber, boy, them boys was, was cranking. Bats on fire. Cranking them things out. And... uh Atlanta looked shell-shocked. They came back game two, had their shit together, apparently, and uh, won that one. But this is a best of five, so two games played at Atlanta, then two games at Philly, then, if necessary, one game back in Atlanta. So the Phillies took home field advantage from them by winning game one. They got to Philly, and let me tell you, the city of Philadelphia right now is unreal. Meek Mill is showing up at all these sporting events, rapping, and I feel like that's a cheat code in and of itself, my guy. Yes. Because if, if your team is coming out to him rapping dreams and nightmares, you have no choice but the fucking way. If that is not the hypest yes. motherfucking pre, pre-game, fucking when it gets to that second part of the song and that beat comes, oh my God. You got to go fucking We are in. going to <laughs> Yeah. We going to war, motherfuckers. You got no choice but to fucking win. And that's what they did. Bryce Harper is back. He got injured 
he was over on his minor league team doing a rehab, all this other shit. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, my man came back with that bat, and it reminded me of the uh, Bryce Harper when he was with the Nationals, slapping them home runs. Um, the pitching staff of the Phillies, yeah. I haven't really followed them, but looking at what they were doing to the Braves, who were smacking everybody's pitchers around, the Braves couldn't do shit. And the Braves pitching staff, who I nope. thought was A1, couldn't do shit to the Phillies hitters. So I'm looking at the nope. Phillies like, bro, y'all just got hot. And it's like we were talking about, I think, last episode, these bye weeks or whatever the fuck, these, these, these it ain't serving you well. It ain't serving you well. We're talking about rust or rest. And I'm just like, bro. It looked like rust because is, these boys is, was not ready. The only team that had a buy it, it is, is like that rest doing well is the Astros. I think the Yankees are in a fight for their lives. I think their games tonight, um, game five against the the mm-hmm. Guardians, who also just yeah made it, just barely made it into. Well, they won their division, so. But um, young team, they don't have a lot of superstars. Their payroll's not as big as the Yankees and shit, but they're giving them problems. And um, again, it's these teams that have been playing regular season, rolled right into the wild card, rolled right into the divisional. Bats is hot. Pitches is nice. They doing work. So um, Braves take that L. Um, They're good yeah. to go. They got a young core. They're straight for like the next six, seven seasons at least, at, at a minimum. Cause they signed these cats a lot of their core to like 10 year deals and shit off the rip. So they should be good for a while. Um, their fan base, the Braves fan base ain't really that annoying. You know what I'm saying? I think they're very gracious. They know that they were that team in the nineties that, that would win a lot of pennants, get to the world series and lose. They won one in the nineties. So they're, they're pretty grateful for the right. world series. They just won. They're not out here thinking like their title town and shit. There's another uh, super team or a, a heavy favorite. Actually, the favorite to win it in some people's eyes because they won 111, fuck, the fourth most wins in MLB history. Los Angeles Dodgers. Coming off that bye. Going up, mm. you can tell they were licking their chops. The Padres. Man, we played them 17 or 19 times. We won 14. 14 out of five, man. We got this. Home field. We got this in the bag. Let's we just relax. This. We got their number. Relax. We, but look at what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. I started really following baseball in 2020. <laughs> Pandemic. Ain't shit going on. I need some sports. Baseball was like, we'll try to play. I'm like, fuck it. I got nothing else I'll to do. I'll watch it. Let me go for the podcast. <laughs> I, I happened in San to me Diego. Too. I, grabbed, I went to high school there. Let me just gravitate towards a team. And it's on the West Coast. I was in Arizona at the time. I can watch these games. Let me watch my boys. And, you know, I grown attached to them. You know, they they just out here trying to do things. They, they was like turning up a bit in 2020. You had Tatis out there. Hitting home runs, bat flipping, little swag, little attitude. I was like, this is shit. And ladies and baseball fans, hardcore baseball fans that can recite stats from Joe DiMaggio in the 1950s. This ain't for you to hear. All right. 
I am here for that shit in baseball. I'm here for if I knock a home run off your ass, I'm going to let you know. Oh, yeah. And ain't no unwritten rule. and ain't no trot around the base. Act like you've been here before. Nah. You threw that 105 mile an hour fastball and I knocked that bitch 450. I'm here. I'm him. All right. <laughs> I'm him. And when I get back up to this plate and you throw a fastball at my head, I'm going to hit you with this fucking bat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my shit. That's assault with a weapon. So him throwing this fucking bullet at my head ain't, you know what I'm saying? Why pitchers get mad about that shit? I'll never know. Like if baseball would just let these cats have some personality, you would have fans, casual fans like me get more into it. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, he yeah, dunks on somebody, right. he does his celebration, the silencer. Motherfucker, somebody scored it, you do the gritty in the NFL. Like, you have your per personality that shows out, and it's what pulls people to you. If you sit there cracking a home run and you just got to jog around the base and shake hands, well done, well done, well done. I, ca I can't get hyped. I want to be hyped in my living room, bro. But I can't. Yeah. Because y'all out here yeah. trying to be gentlemen and shit. Anyway. Baseball, that's what the fuck you need. Let these motherfuckers... They coming from the, the Caribbean and shit. Bro, you know how much passion they got? You got black um, players in this league? Bro, what you talking about? Let these motherfuckers wild the fuck out, bro. Pitch better if you don't want nobody hitting no home runs on you. Pitch better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you seen Have you seen the Nolan Ryan fight? Like Nolan Ryan was an old motherfucker. Threw a pitch at a dude. Dude charged him out. He had he went he you, went bro. six for six. <laughs> he went he six ain't throwing six. that ball at a brother though. Oh no, hell no! He ain't throwing that shit that. at Bo Jackson. You know he that. He ain't throwing that shit at Bo Jackson. He ain't throwing that shit at Barry Bonds. Nah, he's walking them. He ain't throwing that he shit at Ken Griffey. He ain't you know what I'm saying? He ain't throwing that shit at no Jose Canseco. He ain't throwing that shit at no, 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 no motherfucker with some melanin. <laughs> he just walked up there, went into a headlock, got some noogies. Man, boy, Bo Jackson would have javelin threw him out the fucking stadium. <laughs> Yo, fucking cracker ass out of here. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> How many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> You are you are absolutely anyway, correct in that assessment. He ain't throwing that shit at no brother. He ain't, there ain't no poor horses in the league back then. He's throwing them things at. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you're right, bro. You wild. Imagine somebody no threw it like Jordan Alvarez. Ain't no Cubans. Right. Ain't no Dominicans in this shit. You ain't throwing that shit at Big Poppy, nigga. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. You ain't <laughs> never seen nobody just intentionally throw a ball at Big Poppy. Big Poppy will whoop your ass. Daryl Strawberry on that cocaine? You ain't throwing no fucking ball at Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> Ricky Henderson stealing 130 bases a season. Man, he hit your job. You know how fast he'll get for happen, real? Bro. You know how fast <laughs> he can get to the mound before you even say, oh, yeah. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, I hit him with that. Oh, my <laughs> God. You Happened to the speed force on your ass, Nolan. What you talking about, bro? Ricky Henderson was not for the games. Anyway, back to this game. Game four in San Diego. Dodgers were up 3-0. Bottom of the seventh was coming up. 
I was not feeling good. Me neither. I was not feeling good. Me neither. Their starting pitcher, Anderson, was dealing. Dave Robinson was like, hey, man, you did enough. Come on out, brother. And I was like, oh, shit, they about to send that motherfucker. I forget his name. Dude that just was striking out the side in game one and game two. I was like, man, please don't send this nigga. They sent him in there. And I was like, oh, my God. Here we go. And we started getting these little, I ain't going to say they're raggedy hits because hits are hits. But the placement of the Dodgers on the infield was not very advantageous. Now, analytically, they were in the right spots based on where the hitters were hitting at. But the the bounces of the ball and, and the contact off the bat was so generous to us. It was just barely getting by these fuckers. <laughs> and we was just trickling onto the bases. And I was just like, okay, okay, all right. And then, bro, the seventh, and, and we got that first run across. And I was just like, we're only down by two. And then Hassan Kim went up there. My little, my, my, my little K-pop shortstop filling in for Tatis and his suspended ass. Hit that, that gap between first and second. Brought in two, bro. Soto got up there. Soto hit that. Th I was like, wee, wee, ooh, let's go. Let's get Chrono, bro. When we got five runs in the bottom of the seventh, it was like one o'clock in the morning over here. <laughs> one o'clock. <laughs> Turn the fuck I, I up, know. but at a whisper. Because <laughs> I hit you they up. I hit you me. up. I'm like, but what killed, what got me is like, I've been to games at Peco Park before. I've never seen Peco Park that fucking lit. So the, 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 the as lit as it I was, I was like, me too. Oh, I was God. like, oh my God. I like, I'm lit because they lit. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this it is was amazing. Contagious. Yeah. I'm like, it was contagious. They... Bro, when they got on the base and they Man. was just super hyped and they would look Man. at the dugout and the dugout's just, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the crowd was like, yeah. I'm like, like it was like Dragon Ball Z to Spirit Bomb. Like, give me your energy. Like, I'm trying yes. to donate my energy from Virginia to San Diego. I'm just like, take this, whatever you need from me, Padres, whatever you need from me, go. Take it and run with it. And then boys did. Uh, but then, were, like, uh, they were lit, bro. And then after the after that, it was going into the eighth. That rain came down. I was like, oh, shit. Rain, call this game now. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it because I know I know they have Mookie coming back. I know they got Trey Turner coming back. I know they got um, uh, Freeman, Freddie Freeman coming back. Mm. They got Muncie coming. Bro, they got bats. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we've, we've held them in check. But, I mean, you can only do it for so long before they – you know what I'm saying? And it was like, yeah. I think their third time – Maybe fourth time. It was their fourth time coming back around. So I'm like, for like you can only cheat death so many times before they come up. You know, and they they said the game gotta go on, and I'm just like, oh my god. So we get to the ninth, and they bring out my boy Hater, who who had a who had a rough start when he got to us. He he was not closing like we thought he would. He got up there. He struck he strike out, your out boy, the side. Betts. 
Struck out Hell your boy yeah. Mookie Betts. They hit that bell. Boom. Let you know what outs. Two more outs to go till we win. I was just like, oh, God. Like, playoff baseball. Like, when you get invested it's in intense. it. It's intense. It's intense. Bro. Because you know one swing, bro. One swing will fuck up all the momentum. Get yep. it to a pitcher's head. All of that pressure. Strikes out fucking Trey Turner. Sit your bitch ass down. Here comes Freddie Freeman, who has just been three for three up to that point in the night. I'm just like, this nigga going to do something. Like, he going to, like, <laughs> the moment is too perfect. Like, my sports fandom never, never has something this magical happen for me. <laughs> never has nothing this magical. The comeback like this has never happened. To beat the Dodgers, who have been beating the brakes off the Padres for years. For years. And not like winning like seven five. Like these motherfuckers be putting up twelve one rent like like murking us. Yes. And we and bro, that last strikeout. Like when Hater struck turned around, I was like, I was like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's my nigga. <laughs> I was like, holy yeah. shit, they did it. Right. Holy shit. They I'm did it. <laughs> Just whispering loud. <laughs> Set up, watch the post game. Bro, I didn't get to bed till like 2 30, 2 45 when the post game was over. I was just like, ah, fuck. Now we got the Phillies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bats is loud. Yeah, we got home yep. field though, which is weird, man. The I think it's the first time the the two lowest seeds are battling for for a chance at the the World Series. So yeah, um, it should be entertaining either way. Um, if the Yankees get bounced out, this will be probably one of the most uh, competitive, interesting playoffs. Yeah, yeah, uh, in baseball that that I and granted, like I said, I've only been like really following it since 2020 like i've watched some postseason of baseball before but not from start to finish usually it's like the championship series and then the world series is is what i'll dabble in but yeah uh when you actually have a team in it man it hits different right hits. i don't i don't yet but uh i like the padres i didn't want to be a padres Come on fan over, baby. I might, I might though, because that game, that, that game had me absolutely lit. I don't have a team, so I, and, might, and, I might as well. And that's the best thing about it. The Padres is the only team they have left now, because the Chargers left. So the Padres is all they got. Yep. So that's why right. they, they, bro. That's why they come out like that for them boys. They go hard. And I love it. I shout love out it. to everybody. Shout out to everybody in San Diego. That that shit was lit. I ain't gonna lie. Yes. I ain't gonna lie. Yes. And just because I live there and I know I know the city, like I've never seen that level of fandom at Petco Park. And it was it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. I bro, I was so mad. I, I'm sitting there. I, I already started trying to look for a uh, tickets for for this Philly series, but I'm just like, oh, that shit start tomorrow. Like, ain't no way I'm gonna be able to get a ticket. <laughs> Get a plane that leaves that soon, nigga. You know what that airline would do to my fucking pockets? Yeah, we could get you there. 
Two thousand dollars, like Jesus Christ, bro. I'm cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll see y'all next now. year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for opening day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but let's roll over to the NFL. Keeping up with the theme of this episode, underdog season. Both the Packers and the Bucks lose. Now the Packers, they lost to the New York Jets, which if you look at it and you put a post in the uh, the fan group, they are one of the groups, one of the teams that are on the rise. They, they have yeah. an identity. They've embraced it. They stay within themselves. They don't try to do too much. Mm-hmm. And they are getting wins. That defense yes. is, is beautiful too. Sauce Gardner, bro, bro, he – the the tale of Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati, who never had a touchdown thrown while he was covering somebody. I'm just thinking, well, that's college NFL. They're gonna they're gonna light his ass up. So far, Shit. nobody I'm- has yet to light his ass up, and he has played <laughs> some pretty good quarterback. Quarterbacks are not testing this kid. They know, and the Bucks lose to the one and four uh, Steelers. So with these losses, yes. I present you this question. Are Rodgers and Brady losing their status as top-tier quarterbacks? Yes, but this was inevitable. They're both older. You're older quarterbacks. And this is the this is the same problem. <coughs> excuse me. This is the same problem Ben Roth- Roethlisberger had. You get an older quarterback, you were in a system where you had younger players that grew up with you, right? That system worked. You're older, new players, same system. They have to catch up to speed, right? But at this point, you're older. So, and this is what, this is my point for the Steelers, right? They may have staved this off by winning this game yesterday, but you have to change the system some way, right? Because... These the quarterbacks are getting older, and with them getting older, right? Aaron Rodgers just got a massive contract. You can't build a team around a quarterback that has a massive contract like that. Yeah, because what are you gonna get in return? Exactly what the Packers are. You have the you have a quarterback who's the most paid quarterback in NFL history with nothing to throw to. Granted, he has Lazard, and he has an aging Randall Cobb, but those weapons aren't really weapons in that system. They're losing their status. And it really, it's their fault. Tom Brady for sticking around this long because he should be retired. Aaron Rodgers, partly because he got, yeah, he got, he got that massive contract, and he's an older quarterback. So, yes, my answer is yes. I'll say, of course, it's inevitable. Like, nobody is great forever. Right. Did you see the downfall happening this fast? Tom Brady coming off a throw for 55, 5,400 yards, over 30 touchdowns, leading, I think he mm-hmm. led the league in passing last year. Um, one crazy fucking uh, Cooper Cup play 
from going to the NFC Championship. And then Aaron Rodgers, who just, I don't know what happened to him in the NFC Championship game, but coming off of his back-to-back MVP seasons, throwing a, a god amount of touchdowns to only like fucking three interceptions or something crazy, 13 and three for right. the last three seasons. Um, it, it's, did you see this shit happening so fucking fast? Like everybody knew, oh, Devontae Adams bounce, you know, he's going to have to try to find like, if you're that good of a quarterback, and here, here's where I'm thinking they're fucking up. We know Aaron Rodgers is good. And I, and I said this after they lost to the Giants in London. We know he's good. Y'all are up. Y'all were up 20 to 10, New York and London. Y'all came out in the second mm-hmm. half and just was like passing Stock the ball unnecessarily. Like you got Aaron Stock Jones and you got A.J. Dillon. You got two premier backs. One mm-hmm. is an established star. The other is up and coming. And y'all keep taking the ball out of their hands, putting it in Aaron Rodgers' hands, asking him to do too much. And that is, that is the recipe for disaster. Yes, we know Aaron Rodgers is good. He's, he's great. He's probably one of the most physically gifted throwers of the football that the NFL has ever seen. However, like you said, some of his targets are gone. You got mm-hmm. you to do something to mix it up. Because if you're not running the ball, they just going to cover these rookie at like, bro, they're going to pressure and press and, and bump these rookie receivers and these inexperienced dudes. And it's going to throw your timing off. And Aaron Rodgers is all about timing. Right. He's all about timing. You, you're supposed to be here when I throw the ball here. You're supposed to be there. And when they're not, he getting mad at them. I'm like, bro, just run the fucking ball. Run the ball. Now, I don't know but if that's me- Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers has to, the cachet to go to the huddle and be like, I hear you, Matt LaFleur. We ain't doing that. We running this goddamn <laughs> right. ball. Right. But let me yeah, ask you a he's question. So full, he's so full of himself. I think he just wants to be great. Like, he looks at Brady. He's like, I can do it. He, you can't, first of all. Um, no, you can't. <laughs> it's too late. Like, you're not winning that many Super Bowls. But, no, what was your question? So my question for you is when name name one running back that was that was heavily featured in a Green Bay offense. Aaron Jones the only one. That's it. I don't even remember they, who their running back was when they won in 2010. I don't even remember. They they they've never really relied on the running game that much. Is that that's my point? They they've never really relied on the running game that much, but they have to now. They absolutely yeah. have to. Yeah, they. I mean, it's 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 not Green Bay style football where Aaron Rodgers is throwing four touchdowns and you know whatever yards, bro. But if Aaron Rodgers gets you a twenty ten lead at halftime. Why are you not trying to, like, clock management, bro? Yep. Drain that clock. I know y'all trying to – there's a balance between playing too conservatively and playing too too dangerous or too loose. Right. You got to balance them. You have to. And when you got these two backs, you feed them the ball, bro. Like, 
let that O line wear this D line down. You know, let let don't allow the D line to pin its ears back, knowing that it's a pass play, and just just fucking keep rushing and blitzing Aaron Rodgers because these right. young receivers aren't getting off their 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 releases fast enough because these because they're inexperienced. They're they're still they're still getting their feet wet in the NFL, and these corners are like, we're blitzing. I'm fucking up this timing. Aaron Rodgers is either going to throw incomplete, throw this interception, or get sacked. Or yep. somebody's making a spectacular catch. Run the ball so the defense is like, Aaron Jones is back there. This motherfucker can run. A.J. Dillon back there. That's a big motherfucker. But, I mean, bro, let them get tired tackling that dude. And, like, Aaron Rodgers, you don't have to throw for the fucking – 40 touchdowns, bro. You, if you really want to ring Aaron Rodgers, if you really want that Super Bowl championship, you got to adapt, bro. Yeah, like I know you look at the Drew one Reed. thing that that's the one thing You're that kept at Tom Brady's Brady record. You're looking go. at Peyton Manning record. You're looking at all these people with these 60,000 pass yards and shit. Like, I want that, bro. You don't need that. You don't need that, bro. You don't. People respect, people know you're talented, people know you're the shit. You got four MVPs, man. People know you legit. Let this motherfucker run though. Ask Peyton Manning if his last season in the league, he was upset that he didn't throw for 5,000 yards. <laughs> he could no. give two fucks. He won a goddamn I won Super, the Bowl Super Bowl. Off of defense <laughs> and running. <laughs> but that's, that's what defense, I'm saying. Defense, help me. We got you, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look at Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. You think Tom Brady was... This passing Crying. savant that was that was fucking lighting people up. No, he had a decent run game and he had a great defense. All he had to do really yep. was line up. You could have won that bitch with Jameis. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Tom Tom Brady can can put the ball on a dime. Jameis is, bro. When he, <laughs> why are you I'm, throwing I'm interceptions? Saying. Well, I needed corrective. I needed to lace it because I'm. Nigga, you was out here just throwing these passes and just couldn't throw... see. Yes. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> yes. Now, if I, I would sue him if I was the Bucks, <laughs> nigga. What? <laughs> years. Yes. We gave you. Years. Wait a minute. You could not see it all. With astigmatism. Anything further than at fifteen all. yards was a blur. I was just looking at the colors and threw it. Your black ass off the field. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, who is your PR team? Down. Like, Jameis, <laughs> shut up. After that eat a W, hey, you can't say shit no more, bro. I don't want you doing no pregame speeches. You are not Drew Brees. You're not Brian Dawkins. You ain't hyping. No. Bro, your team was looking at you like, the hell is this nigga doing? Yeah. I don't know what this is. Yeah. I don't know what this is. It's a W. Who want to eat a W? Anyway, uh, Derek Brooks, you want to get in here and... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Fuck was this motherfucker Levante White, you want to get in here and uh, really hype us up? or uh... Uh, We're going to go on the field with this. And I, I'm not yeah. confident this, this guy is there. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
So uh, forget what that clown motherfucker said. Let's go out here and play this Tampa 2, right? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if y'all get your ass on this field and play good. Eat the damn W. Fuck. But yeah, I, I think in their minds, they're trying to keep up with this this younger generation of quarterbacks you got coming up. The Justin Herberts, uh, Lamar Jacksons, the Josh Allens, mm-hmm. the 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 Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Like these these guys who are are catching fire and stuff, and and are on all the commercials and shit. They're just like, what about us? You know, us too. Like, bro, you guys got commercials, man. You cool. You guys are on the downside of the downside of your careers. It's, it's the over the hill yeah. part. You guys are yeah riding into the sunset now. You know, no matter how hard y'all fight it, it's coming. it's coming. Yeah, it's yes. coming. It's, Just know it's, it's coming. coming. It's here now. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's here. I got to <laughs> deal with it. Not, we'll see. Got to find a way to deal. Well, let with me it. ask you this now. Um, Tampa Bay's in the NFC South. Tied with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think they have the tiebreaker because they beat the Falcons, I think. Yeah, they beat the Falcons. Yeah. But record-wise, they're tied. Um, I want to say that they're still going to win the division. Mm, that's um, tough. I know the Falcons look like they're coming, but I believe I have – I'll put it this way. It is easier for me to have faith – that Todd Bowles, Tom Brady, Godwin, Evans, uh, Gage, Fournette, them boys will figure out a way to write the ship. Uh, they play Carolina this Sunday, so that's that's a good, hey, let's get our shit back together game. <laughs> um, the Packers, that's however. That's not funny, man. Come on. <laughs> the Packers, however, are not. I think they're two games behind Minnesota now. Yeah, uh, in the division in Minnesota, yeah, looks like they had the formula because Kirk Cousins is not trying to do everything Aaron Rodgers is doing because he knows I got Dalvin Cook back here, run the ball, <laughs> and I could just yeah run the ball and then hit him with that play action and Justin Jefferson down there burning everybody to fuck up, get him the ball, and then safety blanket I got Thielen who's reliable as fuck, who who yes. I know is a good route runner possession receiver. And our defense is legit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to do too much. And here they are uh, with only one loss. The Bears, they're out. Uh, Detroit, I think they may can mix some stuff up. Um, They had that hiccup there last week. I know their defense Mm -hmm. is leak-proof, but their offense has always kept them in the game, and it's always been like a last-minute hiccup by the defense or a last – minute third down conversion the opposing team makes to run the clock out or something like that so right if there's any team i can see probably flipping a switch and making something interesting when it comes to the second team in that division is probably the lions um based on if aaron Rodgers and these boys can get it right because i have more faith than tom brady up i'll put it this way i have more faith that the bucks will turn out all right based on the division they're in than i do the packers will get it right based on the division they're in I agree with you there. I can agree with you there. All right. Because in my head, I'm like, bro, I can't really put it into words, but I'm just looking at it, and it's like the scenario. Like, I would rather be 
in Tampa Bay scenario. Yeah, because there's, there's one team I know ain't even a fucking threat. And I mean, Chicago ain't really a threat up there. There's another team, the Saints, that, you know, play a They're not a threat. Shit. They're not really doing anything outside of playing Tampa Bay tough. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, then you got the Falcons, who, like you said in your post in the group, one of them teams on the come up, they found their identity. They're a run the ball with the quarterback running with these these running backs back there and then hit them with the play action. And then you got Kyle Pitts catching shit now, which is fucking amazing. Like this dude is the number four overall pick. Throw this motherfucker the ball. Let him be a fourth overall pick. And then you got Tampa Bay up there. So it's like I like Tampa Bay's chances rather right. than, than Green Bay's up in the north. Yeah, with that I, being I'm, said, I'm I think playoff wise, NFC, the NFC East may get four teams in the play or three teams in the playoffs because seven teams go per conference. I'm seeing three teams out of the NFC East and one from each of the other divisions. Hmm. Right? Uh, seven teams go. And then the one seed gets the bye. Because the Giants, ladies and gentlemen, I I ain't the biggest fan of the Giants. I ain't a big fan of how they get these wins. But God damn it, they be winning. (laughs) Yes. And that coach, Debo, is it Debo, whoever? Bro, they pulled that offensive coordinator from the Bills, and it was just like, help us. He was like, man, say less. This is what we're going (laughs) to do. It ain't going to be pretty. Daniel Jones, you ain't throwing for 350. You're going to throw for 200 and two touchdowns most. Saquon, you got to be gonna, that We're going to win. Yeah, we're going to win. Defense, <laughs> get at them. Defense, eat their ass up. So, um, yeah, man, it, it's crazy to see. I'm so used decades of seeing Brady and Rodgers being top-tier shit, and then now you're looking at them, you're just like, this ain't, this ain't normal. Something's happening, guys. It might be time <laughs> to press that button. It's, it's <laughs> like watching a... It's like watching Roy Jones. Uh, yeah, like like when he just started coming on the downside, you're just like, this ain't this, this ain't, ain't right. What I'm used to, universe. Yeah. Universe, what's hey, going on here, bro? Whatever, uh, <laughs> whatever NFL's version of my purse is, y'all might want to start looking into it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, last thing before we get the final shots and thoughts, I forgot to make a banner for it. But your boy Deontay, the bronze bomber. Wow. Bomb squad. Back at it, my guy. You predicted the five-round KO? Four. KO in the fifth round? I was like, you was a little early with that uh, Wilder, but uh, it's good to see you (laughs) back, my boy. Yeah. (laughs) It's good to see him with that confidence back, man. What'd you think about that? Uh, so real quick, before, before I give what, what I thought about it, I want to yeah. say I based my prediction on what I thought Wilder to be right. And yeah. that's just stick around, find a shot, land a shot, send the guy out. Right. Yep. What we got is a notice to the heavyweight division. Deontay Wilder has footwork now. 
That's scary. Lean. That's that. That's scary. These boys was talking about he was two fourteen. Yeah. Lord Jesus. Two hundred fourteen pounds. I weigh right now, <laughs> bro. I'm sitting in this chair weighing two twenty. At five eight five nine on a good day. Yeah. He walking in there, goddamn power forward at two fourteen. Zero percent body fat. Blowing motherfuckers' heads up. Bro, the the, the to the point where part. he was he thought he killed this man. Yeah. <laughs> he was legit shook, like I think I fucked this man's life up. Yeah. To the point the dude had to come out. No, I'm still alive, Deontay. I'm <laughs> God, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I love you, man. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. That kind of power with footwork is devastation. Do you think he can fuck with Tyson Fury? That version of Deontay Wilder? Yes. This new version? Yeah, that version of Deontay Wilder, I give Fury six rounds. And that's because he could take his shots. But that version of Deontay Wilder gets Fury the fuck out of here. He gets. He you know gets what I would have liked to have here. seen though, uh, like a test of of endurance from Wilder with this two. I would have loved to have seen that too. But here's the scariest part about that knockout: he wasn't expecting to knock him out. He threw. He just threw a short right counter shot. And had this man looking like he was laying in a casket already. All he had to do was just self-aid buddy care him and put him in the casket as is, bro. Like Boom. that was scary. It Boom. was scary. Like it was, it was yes. <laughs> yes. It was <laughs> that motherfucker was yes. looking around like what truck? Hit my ass, and y'all ain't say nothing. Man. <laughs> the look of disbelief. I think he was low-key in the afterlife for a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, he no. was looking around at the sights and shit. Yo, my man was in the <laughs> upper room. He was in the upper room with Jesus. That man was out of there, bro. <laughs> He was his done. eyes was like, help oh, me. Shit. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm out of my body. What's going on? This is not a drill. This is not a yeah. test. I'm not playing around. Help me. <laughs> Step into the light, my child. Hell no. Bro, <laughs> that and I was looking at it. I was like, man, it looked like like I don't think he really hit on that, but then I saw like slow, like. He was like, bro, he was slingshotting to an extent off the ropes. Like he he backed in and it pushed him forward and that and right then, hand yeah. was like, bah! <laughs> he was like, like, game over. Yes. Real time, you didn't see it, but you heard it. Like you knew this motherfucker. It sounded like he got hit with a bat, bro. And the punch wasn't even his full power. No, Imagine. Imagine if he set this man a trap. Bro, he threw one overhand right in that first round, and I was like, that was the death. If that connected, yeah. If that connected, <laughs> call the family. I felt, 
I felt the wind from that. My shirt went like this in my living room. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. What the Call the family. He 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 won't be with Y'all got the air on in here? <laughs> nah, that was close that door. You felt that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Fam. Close that door. It's Bro, cold in here. You can't be swinging hell? like that at people's heads, man. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that man. That 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 version of Deontay Wilder, if and I know he's gonna improve on his footwork. He's gonna improve on his yep. footwork. The only thing that I saw in that fight that I wasn't really too high about is like he's still throwing those reactive shots, and them shits just look awkward. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like if he's in a like firefight, foot, he's, he's got to be foot in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah. I think I need to throw he a jab still has for whatever that. reason. Like you're not set for right. a jab. You just uh, jab. No, you're like, not. What was that? Just, <laughs> like, hey man, this ain't the schoolyard, bro. Like, throw them shit sharper. But in the he end, just it throws all matter, that shit to disguise that right hand. Yeah. 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 Jesus. But that's the only from. thing I saw. And I was like, I'm not really too high on that. Like, if he works, if he works on like being sharp. On the inside, right? Deontay Wilder is definitely going to be a problem, and I know I know they're going to go back and work on just a little bit because there was enough data that you can actually work with, like correcting yeah. those things. Because if I saw it, and I'm not a world class boxer or a boxer trainer, I'm pretty sure they're looking at the tape and like, let's fix that. You know what I mean? So I fully. Expect but whoever he gets in the ring with next, I'm thinking it's gonna be Anthony Joshua. But if he Ooh. whoever he gets in the ring with next needs to be aware that they are in for some shit. The next opponent is going to have to try to see if he can go deep into the fight. Yeah. Everybody knows he got that power. They saw what what Fury did wear him down. Like Fury's just different, man. He's the most out of shape, in shape motherfucker I've seen in my life, bro. But but he's that one motherfucker thing. that that take the PT test and you just like, oh, you ain't gonna make it. Yeah. He and get he out there it. and run that fucking nine thirty mile and a half. You're like, nigga, what the? What are you out here doing? Just naturally built like this. I don't know what to tell you. I just... <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's Fury. But I think what Deontay did for the Fury fights kind of helped Fury on 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 a lot of levels because he came into the, he came into fight two and three, the heaviest he's ever been. And I don't think uh -huh. fight two and three really served him well. If they'd have went back after fight one and worked on what they have now, Deontay Wilder clearly wins those fights. Damn. All right. All right. Looking that forward. If this Joshua, if this Joshua fight happens, yeah. who you have winning? Say that again. If this Joshua fight happens, your your prediction, your your projection of mm -hmm. possible opponents for him, you said uh, Anthony Joshua, right? Uh, who do you who do you think wins that one? A fight between Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua ends a knockout of Anthony Joshua. Damn. Viciously. Viciously. 
And I'm only saying this because, A, Joshua has a weak chin. And if he goes in there to try to knock Deontay Wilder out, bad move. You think Joshua is the more skilled like boxer him. of the two? At this moment in time, I'm I'm going to edge it to Anthony Joshua being a better boxer of the two. But All right. based off what I saw this last fight, that gap has significantly closed. Keep in mind, keep in mind, no one expected Deontay Wilder to come out and display footwork like that. Right. So the knock on Joshua was supposed to fight uh, Wilder, wasn't it? Or not Wilder, Fury. Fury. I, I don't. They they haven't really formalized that fight or, or finalized it. So I think right. it's up in the air. But with this fight with uh, Wilder, a fight with Joshua becomes increasingly popular. You know, so you know you don't know what you'll get. But I, I say for yeah, for entertainment value. Joshua Wilder is the better fight, and for entertainment. Plus, the winner of that one would would have to be next up for Fury, even though we right. just saw a trilogy. Would the world really be cool with, bro? You were gonna fight Joshua. Joshua got fucking pummeled by Wilder. You got to see your boy again. Do we? Do well, we get? Not- do we? Do we get a fourth fight, Wilder and fucking Fury? I don't think you do. And I think even if you get Joshua Wilder, you won't get a Fury Wilder 4. You'll probably get a Joshua Usyk, which would also be a good fight. So, But would the world want to see that when it comes to heavyweights? Like, it'll be a fight people fight. okay to see. But I mean, if Joshua fights Wilder, Wilder knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody's like, damn, the last two fights, Wilder looks better. He's better conditioned, knocking motherfuckers out. I want to see him get back at Tyson. Like these are the only two motherfuckers people talk about heavyweight wise. It's like I don't I don't think that the, the, I don't think Tyson's gonna happen. not Tyson. Uh Wilder is gonna be the, the draw again. Cause people want to see knockouts in boxing. He would, but I I just there's not enough for me to say that fight's gonna happen. Because if you want to put this on, on, on the table, out of three fights, Wilder's won none. They've drawn, <laughs> and then he got KO'd. You know what I mean? So don't see, I don't see Fury saying, I want that fight. I don't see Fury saying, I want the paycheck. I've been there, done that. I've been there, done that, yeah. Give me, yeah. Give me somebody worth fighting besides Wilder. But I think here's the scenario. Here's what I'm thinking will happen. You'll get Wilder, Joshua, Wilder, Usyk, right? And I think if if Fury doesn't retire, I can honestly say I see Usyk beating Wilder and then going to fight Fury. That's what I I think will happen. Not not to say, and for everybody that may come at me for saying some shit like that, keep in mind, I also said Tyson Fury would beat Wilder. I'm saying Alexander Usyk has the skills necessary to beat Wilder. He's, he's like Tyson Fury. He can box. He can move. 
He's just not as big. Right? And yeah, I can honestly say I can see that. I can honestly say I can see that. Right now, I can see Usyk beating Wilder and then going to fight Fury. Unless unless we see enough leaps and bounds improvements from Wilder just like we've seen this last fight that I could mm-hmm. I can change my mind and say, "All right, let them fight, but I can see Wilder beating Usyk." But right now, and you still got another player out there and uh fuck, what's his name? The Mexican dude. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on. I'm forgetting his name. So I, but no, exactly. Like I can see his face. He beat Anthony Joshua. Yeah. But him too. You ain't talking about he, you ain't talking about Ruiz. Yeah, Ruiz. Come on, bro. He, he's still a player, if man. If there was ever a fluke. He's still, there he's was still ever a player. A fluke. He he's is. I mean, but it's heavyweight though. You know, it's, it's not hard to be a player heavyweight. It's not. I think most of the man, eyes are. In. He, you know what? You're right. He knocked the man out. He knocked the man out. He took belts. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and he, I think he's taking his conditioning into better shape, you know, and, and, and to, to, and more priority. And he's yeah. getting there. And, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see. Um, he I, don't, I don't see Wilder fucking with him. He fought Luis Ortiz, which is a feared man in the heavyweight division. Even at yeah. his age, he's still he's still feared. Fought him, beat him. I say he's still a player, not a big one, but he he's still around to make noise. He's in the mix. So he may come he up. In the mix. Yeah, he may yeah. come up. He came up in a in a conversation with uh, Wilder this past weekend. So you don't know, don't know, never know what can happen. You right. You is right. But uh cool. That's all I got, man. Unless you had uh, anything else from this weekend you wanted to bring up. Nah, man. I think I think we're good. Let's get into these final shots. All right. What you got for man? Uh don't forget, guys, we do have uh we do have the Patreon uh new tiers up. So make sure you guys are checking out the Patreon. Uh Check out all the podcasts. Uh, we have announcements to make <laughs> later at a later date. So on all the podcasts and and what's going yep, on yep. with them, uh, we do have announcements coming on that. Um, the website. Don't forget to check out uh, ddfpn.com. Uh, we just uploaded some some more uh, content to the website. So make sure you guys are going to check that out. It's uh, some some good stuff. I actually figured out a whole bunch of the coding, so uh, we I'm gonna <laughs> revamp. The, I'm gonna revamp the live streaming. That way, with the live stream, uh, it will come with uh, a chat that everybody can interact on, and instead of just catching us on whatever, you can have one stop shop. You go to DFPN, you can chat. We see it, you know. So yep. So make sure you guys are tapping in, man. Uh, other than that, thank you guys for the support. Uh, I echo all of that. Um, just stay tuned. Um, remember, you can find us wherever you're streaming your podcast at Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, 
whatever. Like when when we were selecting people to distribute the the pocket, it, it was distributed I never seen before. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> of yep. course I want you to have my podcast. Yep, yep. <laughs> I want to put it on here too. Here too. Here too. Yep. So uh just uh search that filler podcast network, see all the stuff there. And like we said, we we got some moves coming up with the podcast that I feel will make it easier for you to find uh, the show that you're looking for. You know, uh, we've, we've been hearing some things as far as um, how the episodes are lined up on the, on the, the DFPN and stuff. You want to find one show you're looking for and there's gaps in between. So we're working on that. Uh, so within the next couple of weeks, expect an announcement on, uh, on, on how we're going to help you guys find that. But again, the Patreon's there this Saturday, we got UFC 280 popping off. Um, so we will be live streaming that for the patrons. Yeah. Um, so make sure you get in on the Patreon. Uh, so you can join in on the discussion and the reaction to these fights. And then um, yeah, I think it'll be easier to uh if you're in the Patreon and you get the link that hey, we're about to go live. Um, from what I've heard, it's easier if you sign up with a Venmo account so you can just Type and chat in the Venmo account when the video is Vimeo. playing. From what I heard, Vimo, yeah. <laughs> um, Venmo, We're like what money? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So just stay tuned for that. We'll let you guys know when we go live. Uh, we'll post it in the Prove Me Wrong uh, podcast fan group and also on the Death Filling Podcast Network uh, Facebook page as well. So. With all that being said, man, I appreciate it. If you guys want to jump in and contribute some topics to the next show, hit us up. Uh, we are um, on Facebook at the Prove Me Wrong Podcast fan group, or you can just hit us up on the Dad Feeling Podcast Network thing. Be like, hey, yo, prove me wrong. You know, shout us out and then just tell us what you want to holler about and we'll talk about it. But yeah. when we come back next week, next, next Monday, not only will we have college football, baseball, and NFL to talk about. The NBA season will be tipping off tomorrow. And we will have some NBA talk as well. So it's a good time to be a sports fan this time of year. So uh, make sure to tune in next Monday. Uh, Look around by 8 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock Pacific. And uh, yeah, tune in and and, uh, join the conversation. That's all I got. Yep. yep. That's it, man. So Till next time, thank y'all for checking out the Prove Me Wrong podcast here on the DFPN. Make sure you guys tune in next week. Till then, peace. Peace.